0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry emphasizing God's unconditional love and grace. We pray that you'll be blessed as Andrew teaches insights from the life of Elijah.
1: And now, here's Andrew. And so the king, this is Ahaziah, said unto them, What manner of man was he which came up to meet you and told you these words? And they said unto him, He was a hairy man and girt with a girdle of leather about his loins. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. You know, it's amazing that out of millions of people that you could just give this description. He was a hairy man and he had a leather leather girdle around his loins. And he says, it's Elijah the Tishbite. Apparently, Elijah had quite a reputation for the way that he dressed. I've read some scholars, and I don't know where they come up with this, but they said that Elijah was a man that had a beard like down to his uh, knees. He just was this hairy man, and he always wore these certain clothes. But anyway, uh, somehow from the way he was dressed, uh, he knew that it was Elijah. And I've got to give this piece of information. I've said this many times during this series, but you've got to remember that this king's father, this, this king was named Ahaziah. His father was Ahab, and Elijah had prophesied that the dogs would lick the blood of Ahab in the very spot where he had killed Naboth. And that came to pass in the 21st chapter of 1 Kings. And he had also prophesied that the dogs would eat Jezebel in, by the wall of Jezreel. Now that hadn't happened yet. That didn't happen until later in 2 Kings chapter 9. But... This king, Ahaziah, had seen Elijah's prophecy and Elijah had just devastated the entire house of Ahab and all of his descendants. And so this is understandable why Ahaziah didn't go to Elijah and inquire whether he would recover or not because, man, Elijah had been an enemy, a thorn in the flesh to the house of Ahab. And so anyway, when he heard who it was, he sent uh, his soldiers down to take Elijah captive. And so the first soldier, there was a captain with 50 men, and he sent them unto Elijah. This is in verse 9. The king sent unto him a captain of 50 with his 50, and he went up to him. And behold, he sat on the top of a hill, and he spake unto him, Thou man of God, the king hath said, Come down. And Elijah answered and said to the captain of 50, If I be a man of God, Then let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And there came down fire from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Man, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. You know, Elijah, again, I've said all of these things during this teaching, but Elijah called fire down out of heaven in 1 Kings chapter 18 and consumed the sacrifice and because of it, the entire nation repented and turned to the Lord. Here again is Elijah calling fire down out of heaven. Man, this is powerful. It's a powerful display. And remember that this is for a man who when God spoke to him in 1 Kings chapter 19 and told him to do three things in an audible voice, Elijah failed to do two out of three things that God commanded him to do. And yet this man still had a relationship with God that was so strong that when he was challenged, He just says, If I'm a man of God, let fire fall from heaven and consume you and your 50. And immediately, 51 people were destroyed by the fire of God. Then in the next verse, it says in verse 11, He sent again, or He also sent unto him another captain of his 50 with his 50. And he answered and said unto him, O man of God, thus hath the king said, Come down quickly. And Elijah answered and said unto them, If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And the fire of God fell down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. So this is now 102 men that were destroyed by fire falling from heaven. Man, this is awesome. And you know, let me just, i got to say these things quickly, but this used to be a problem scripture for me. I actually wrote these verses down and for over a decade... I struggled with these scriptures because under the new covenant, we don't see this wrath and punishment. Did you know there's some people that don't understand this, and because of it, they want to be a prophet of God, and so they go out and start prophesying doom and gloom and destruction and wrath. And things have changed because of Jesus. Jesus placed our wrath upon Jesus, and today a prophet of God is not this doom and gloom guy that you see Elijah being right here. And I know some people disagree with that and say, oh, no, we're still supposed to be prophesying the destruction and the wrath of God falling on this nation if we don't repent, etc. But you can turn over to uh, Luke chapter 9, verse 52, and I haven't got time to do that. But in Jesus' ministry, Jesus went into the city of Samaria, and the people wouldn't accept him. They wouldn't even give him lodging. They wouldn't even allow him to come into their city because he was headed to Jerusalem, and the Samaritans hated the the Jews of Jerusalem, and because of Jesus' association with them, they snubbed him and wouldn't even let him into their town. And if you go back to John chapter 4, Jesus had already ministered to this city of Samaria. The woman at the well got born again and she brought out all of the men of the town and the entire town had turned to the Lord and Jesus stayed there and ministered to them for two full days. These people knew who Jesus was. They believed he was the Messiah, but because he was headed to Jerusalem to worship with their sworn enemies, the Jews, they snubbed him. And Jesus' disciples, James and John, referred back to this instance in 2 Kings chapter 1. And they asked Jesus, they said, Jesus, do you want us to call fire down out of heaven and consume these people the way that Elijah did? In other words, they were trying to emulate a scriptural example. And there's Christians today that are still trying to live this way. And yet Jesus turned around and rebuked them and said, you don't know what manner of spirit you are of. The Son of Man did not come to destroy man's lives, but to save it. And He just turned and went to another place. And you know, for years, I couldn't understand how this harmonized, but I now see that if Jesus would have been alive and walking the earth during His ministry where grace and truth were revealed, He would have rebuked Elijah for what He did right here. Now, Elijah wasn't wrong because Elijah lived under a different covenant. And this was when the wrath of God was poured out. There is anger from God towards sin. And I'm not saying that there isn't. I'm just saying that in the new covenant, that anger has been placed upon Jesus. And now God is not striking people the way that he did under the old covenant. Jesus made a difference. I used to actually say this, that if God doesn't judge America, he's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. And the logic behind that was that America has become, is becoming as ungodly as Sodom and Gomorrah is. And for God to be just, he would have to judge America the same way that he judged Sodom and Gomorrah. And that is all true except that Jesus bore God's wrath and he paid for our sins. And now I say that if God does judge America, He will have to apologize to Jesus because Jesus has borne the wrath and the judgment of God against America. Does this mean that America and other nations are just free because Jesus has borne the wrath of God? No, there's still consequences to our sin. And even though God may not bring His judgment on our sin, our sin is an open invitation to the devil to come do your worst. And if America doesn't repent, If other nations don't repent, it's not God that's going to destroy us, but we will destroy ourselves. It's like Jonah said in Jonah chapter 2 verse 8, as he was in the belly of the whale, he said, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercies. God's got a plan for America, for every nation of this world, and it's good, it's Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. God's plans for us are good. He's not planned destruction for us. But if we just continually to walk away, if we continue to walk away from the Lord and persist in our ungodliness, Satan will destroy this nation. So there are still consequences to sin. And now I can see That through the New Testament, if Jesus would have been alive during this time in 2 Kings chapter 1, Elijah would have been rebuked. This was never God's best. Although there was a time that he did deal with people harshly and in judgment, if Jesus would have been here, Jesus would have ministered mercy towards them. But Elijah called fire down out of heaven. Finally, the third captain and his 50 were sent to Elijah. And this captain had enough sense to beg for mercy. This third captain said, Behold, there came fire down from heaven, and burn up the two captains of the former fifties with their fifties. Therefore, let my life now be precious in thy sight. In other words, he says, I have heard what happened to the previous 102 men that came out. All I'm doing is obeying the king's command. Have mercy on me. And the angel of the Lord told Elijah to go with the, the messengers, and he would protect them, and he did. And he spoke to Ahaziah face to face, And Ahaziah died just like Elijah prophesied that he would. In other words, there was no need. He wasn't really in danger. When he went with this third captain and his 50 soldiers, God protected him. He could have protected him the first time. This wasn't necessary, but this is the way it was under a different covenant. I know that what I'm saying is so strange to many people because most people do not understand the difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. But praise God, we've got a great covenant today. We don't go out and stone homosexuals today. We don't kill people who disobey God. We still love them and tell them that the standards haven't changed. Homosexuality, abortion, murder, lying, stealing, adultery, fornication is still wrong today the way it's ever been wrong. It's just that the punishment has been placed upon Jesus and instead of us killing people today, we extend mercy to them because of what Jesus did. So in the second chapter of 1 Kings is where Elijah is taken up into heaven. And man, I seems like I'm probably not going to have time to go through everything. Let me just summarize some of this. That first of all, Elijah had already anointed Elisha to be his replacement. And for around 13 years, Elijah and Elisha had been traveling together, Elisha was serving Elijah, and now it says in uh, 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1, it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. That's all the time we have for today, but
0: be sure and tune in again as Andrew continues to teach on the life of Elijah. Take the opportunity to learn valuable life lessons from the Bible and avoid the school of hard knocks by getting Andrew's complete series titled, Lessons from Elijah. It's available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. The fifth audio teaching in today's series is titled, Elijah's Translation, It's available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this fifth CD free of charge. Our address is P.O. Box 3333 Colorado Springs 80934 or call 719-635-1111 Again, that's 719-635-1111 or go to our website at any hour. You can use credit card to order any of our ministry materials online 24 hours a day at www.awmi.net.
1: Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'm the host of the Gospel Truth radio program that has been airing on radio since 1976. But we have just canceled our radio programs. I'm sad to do that, but I think that that's what I had to do. And I want to let you know that we still have our television program available, heard all over the world. We have so much ministry material available to you on our website. There's just a number of ways that you can still take advantage of the truths that God has given me. So go check it out. You can go to awmi.net on our website, and it just has all kinds of ways that you can still continue to receive. So God bless you as you continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord.
0: Gospel Truth Radio is changing to Andrew Womack Recorded Live. Starting in November, you'll now hear the full teaching once a week. Don't forget to tune in.